1: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Have Gun, Will Travel. Original air dates, March 29th, 1959, and the title is Sense of Justice. Hope you enjoy, and again, thanks for listening.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: You hired me to keep a mob from lynching a man. Now you want me to hand them over. Just which side of that badge are you going to stand behind, Sheriff? Have Gun, Will Travel. Starring Mr. John Daner as Paladin. San Francisco, 1875, the Carlton Hotel, headquarters of a man called Paladin. (sighs) Uh, This is excellent sherry, hey boy. My compliments to the management.
3: Oh, he's awesome. Um, i tell them about compliments later, Mr. Paradin. They, uh, they asked me to give you a bill. Hmm? Ooh. Yes, sir. Uh, it's a good idea not to tell them a compliment to remind them you
2: were out. Um, take this back to them. Tell them it'll be settled in a week's time. Oh, they'll be very happy. Then bring me some more sherry. After that, you better run up and pack my clothes. You going away again? To a place called Arcadia, and to a man named Grayson. Oh, what for? Well, it depends on Mr. Grayson. He happens to be a sheriff, and he happens to have a prisoner. Everyone wants to lynch.
3: Aye. He
2: you know you're coming? Not yet.
3: But send him a wire. If I have gone, we'll travel? Correct. <laughs>
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW proof. are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Arcadia was an ugly town set in an ugly notch between two ugly mountains. Not the kind of place a man wants to come to after two days of hard riding. And not the kind of people a man wants to meet when he's too tired to understand anger. And too weary to care about deceit. The greeting committee was a weather-boned woman flanked by a pair of burly men. I walked to where they stood, blocking the boardwalk.
4: You got business in town, mister? Yes. Who is? Sheriff. About the Briggs murder? Yes. What's your name, mister? Paladin. Get on your horse, Paladin, and keep going. We don't need outside help. Jim Briggs was my son.
2: I'm sorry, Mrs. Briggs.
4: Not Mrs. Briggs. It's Widow Briggs. No husband, no son. Just Widow Briggs. Good day, ma'am.
2: Excuse me.
4: Harry, you and both go back to the ranch.
2: Get Tom here, Jeff. Yeah. Tell him the sheriff's tired and gunslinger. All right, Mr. Lee. Uh. Reach up. Sheriff Grayson, my name is Paladin. Oh. Come in, Paladin. Sorry about that gun in the belly. It's just that i got to be a mite careful about who walks in here. Is that bad? Not yet. But it can be. They want to hang my prisoner without a trial. I'm glad to see you, Paladin. I guess I don't have to tell you that, but... I suppose I ought to tell you it'll be just the two of us. I can't get any more help. Have they tried anything yet? Just talk so far. Hmm. But they know the judge will be in from Placer Wednesday. I gauge he'll do more than just talk before he gets here.
5: Oh. Oh, excuse me, Papa.
2: My daughter, Julia, Miss Fallon. How do you do, Miss Grayson?
5: Uh, How do you do? Can I take these cookies to him, Papa?
2: Sure. Come along, Miss Fallon. You can have a look at our prison. Hello, Andy. Hello, Mr. Grayson. Hello, Julia.
5: Hello, Andy. I I just finished baking these cookies, Andy. Andy. Julia. Last night I heard an owl. Did it keep you awake? <laughs> I pretended it was you calling to me that. It was time for us to go and a picnic. Out to the old barn. Here, Andy. Try one of these cookies. I pretended it was you. Calling. Andy. Andy. Oh, Andy.
2: All right, Judith. Helen, let's go out front. How long has he been like that? Since he was a child, he followed Julia around like a puppy. Has for years. A man like that can't be held responsible for his acts. Try to tell that to the widow Briggs. They found Andy in the old Smith barn near the body. Jim had been stabbed between the shoulder blades with a stake or a spike or something like that. Nobody ever did find out what it was. They say a person like Andy probably didn't know he'd done it, just sat there. You know, judging isn't my job. Keeping a mob back is. That'd be easier to do if we could establish some reasonable doubt about his guilt. Is there anything in that barn, any murder weapon? Nothing, Mr. Well, there's a murder weapon somewhere. Our job is to find it. There's always something. Something to kill with, something to hate over, something to be said, something to be explained, something to be done. But then again, there's always the exception, the one chance that there's nothing. Helen? Huh? Look yonder, down the street. Widow Briggs. Get in the other room, Judy.
5: Papa, you won't let him have him.
2: She'd have brought more men if she wanted to force a showdown now.
5: I hope you're right, Mister Paladin.
2: The one riding in calico. Who's he? Tom Chisholm. He was a friend of Jim Briggs. Uh, he might be trouble. I'll handle it, Sheriff. It's my job. Just stay inside, Grayson. Hello, Mister Briggs. Who's that, Mister Briggs?
4: name's Paladin.
2: You're tall and loose, Mr. Paladin, and your guns are tied low. No shame to tell a cutting a notch on you. You want to try, Mr. Chisholm? Just might be I could beat you. Great, Tom.
4: It's a of time for that. We've got to even things for my son, Jim.
2: For your friend. This man's figuring to stop us. No, he ain't. He's got no sense.
4: Tell Neil Grayson he's turning Andy over to us, Paladin.
2: He stays here until he gets a fair trial.
4: Tell Grayson we'll give the boy a fair trial. You'll hang him. I ain't here to argue points with you. You're an outsider. This town don't like gunslingers moving in, and we're taking matters into our own hands. The men are coming back with me at 3 o'clock. We want Andy then. I hope
2: so. You ain't got the good sense Mrs. Briggs thinks you've got. I'd like to cut a notch on account of you.
4: Three o'clock.
2: Sharp.
5: Come on, Tom. She just won't rest until she sees Andy hanging from a tree. Balladin, maybe I got
2: you into something bigger than we can both handle. We've got two hours, Mr. Grayson. What can be done in two hours? I don't know. But there has to be some explanation. That man in there can't explain it. He has a child's mind. Man, even a man like Andy, doesn't kill someone and then hide the weapon he used without hiding the body or trying to get away. There's no way of knowing how Andy's mind would work. He decides Briggs and the others wouldn't listen to words. No. No, it has to be something they can see. I'm going out to that barn...
5: I want to go too. I want to help.
2: Ah, Julia.
5: But Papa Andy's my friend. I may be the only friend he's ever had.
2: The Grayson. What? I think it's a good idea. Julia. Yes. Julia, why would Jim Briggs come up here?
5: Why not? He might have come up here with somebody. He he was quite the bold rummer.
2: Woman? Yes, a jealous woman might have killed him.
5: Yes, yes he had a lot of of friends, but he was true to none of them. Why well, any of, of a dozen people could have killed him? Like who? Oh, there was Bessie Caraday in the Baltimore House. Bessie doesn't let many men run roughshod on her. And there's Jill Prentice. She taught school last year. And then there's a martyr dealer Jim had a, a terrible fight with a few months ago. She pulled a knife on him. And then there's Jim's own mother. She used to get jealous of any women Jim had got serious about. And then... And then...
2: And then there was you. What? Were you a friend of his?
5: Well, Miss Paladin and I... Were you? Yes.
2: Is that saddle spike over there on the wall, the weapon that killed Jim Briggs?
5: Yes. Mr. Cowden, Andy didn't do it. Oh? I am the one who killed him. How? I pushed him against it. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. Go on. I met Jim here. It was the first time. He just used to have in his way. He, he took it for granted. He, he, he tried to kiss me, and I pushed him, and...
2: and... You ran away? Yes. He died without knowing that Andy was somewhere around.
5: Yes, I, I couldn't tell Papa. He'd never believe that that was the first time that I met Jim here. It, it, it would have destroyed him.
2: A man's life depends on you, Julia. Julia, you'll have to tell your father.
5: I know.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: We rode back to Arcadia without speaking anymore. There wasn't any more to be said. But there was a lot more to be done. A man's life had to be saved. And another man's life had to be ruined. Julia, what is it? Alan? Julia has something to tell you, Mr. Grayson. What is it, Julia?
5: Papa, what I have to tell you is I killed Jim Briggs. No. I did, Papa, I did. (laughs) It's
4: three o'clock. We
5: come for him. You tell him, Mr. Paladin.
2: Stay where you are, Paladin, I'll kill you. Put the gun away, Grayson. Andy's a clod, a vegetable. What's he got to live for? Andy didn't kill him. Stay back. I've got to protect my daughter. Nothing will happen to Julia with an accident. No one will blame her. Oh, for Get your things together, Julia. Sorry, Mr. Grayson. Please, Paladin, she's my daughter. Stay with him, Julian. Now, look, Paladin... Miss Briggs! him. listen to me. Now, there's no need for this sort of thing. We can talk. We've done all our talking, Paladin. Don't try it. I've got five more bullets for five more men. That's the way it has to be.
4: Is one of those bullets for me, Mr. Paladin?
5: Mrs. Briggs, it's time you knew. I killed your son. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Julia and Andy, almost ready, Mr. Grayson? Almost. Stage is leaving pretty soon. So many years thinking I was a man of principle. Upholding the law. And then I find myself acting like a criminal. Or a human being. Or just a father. No, I'm... No, not where my job is concerned. You're only a man, Grayson, not a monument. The best man is only that way because he's a human being. Maybe. I'm going to give up his badge just the same. No, no. That would accomplish nothing. That must be a bad excuse for her father. She couldn't even trust me to come to me. Tell me what she'd done. Uh-huh. So that's what's bothering me. Well, perhaps it'd be best if you knew the truth... Don't what are we going to do? No matter what I do, all right, you Andy. just watch. Mm-hmm. Just stand and
5: watch. You
2: know
5: that we're going away someplace now, don't you, Andy? Yes. Gary? Yes, Andy. You'll like it. There'll be nice people to take care of you and things to do. Now watch. Ready, Julia? Oh, yes. All ready. Come along, Andy. Oh, never mind. <laughs> hey, you come on <laughs> with me.
2: Let me go. Let me go. You come with uh, me. You. Let her go. No, Andy. He wasn't
5: trying to hurt me. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> kill him. Let him go, Andy. He's my friend, Andy. My friend. Friend? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Friend. Uh, okay. yeah, it's all right now, Andy. Yes
2: all right now. You knew. Yes, I knew, Julia.
5: Take him outside. Come on, Andy.
2: Andy killed Jim Briggs after all. Of course. How did you know? Well, it didn't make sense to me that Julia hadn't confessed immediately. Not if it was really an accident caused by Briggs forcing his attentions on her. Then Briggs was slammed against a saddle hook higher than my shoulder. And Julia couldn't have done that. There had to be someone with strength enough to lift him. Andy saw her struggling with Briggs and moved in to protect her. Don't ask her about it. She wants it this way. Well, I I can't let Andy go free. That hospital can take better care of him than any jail or lynch mob. Yeah, I I guess so. Mister Grayson, you keep right on wearing that badge. You've done a good job for this town and for your daughter. It's our
3: Oh, Mr. Palagin, I don't see you come in and already you're going out. Uh, where to? Uh, how come?
2: I got back in my cave an hour ago. Oh, you have dinner? Mm-hmm. Down at the water. But uh, now
3: it's after dark. Uh, where you go? Opera? Dancing? Driving in park? Or a walk. It's a walk? In dark? Why not? Alone? Why not? Oh, are you are uh, pretty lonely out there, uh. Foggy damn fog all around, huh? Uh, pretty spooky, I
2: think. <laughs> hey, boy, have you ever walked around San Francisco after dark? Oh, <laughs> no. No, you don't oh. know. You should try it sometime. San Francisco is a wonderful city. Filled with excitement and adventure. This is just a sort of night to find it. Uh, you feel good? I feel fine. And so,
3: good night. Good night, Mr. Faraday. Hey. Too bad. Uh-huh. Nice man like me a party. To. Hey, too bad.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Ah, in my dentist's office.
2: Of gun will travel. Created by Herb Meadow and Sam Roth, he is produced and directed by Norman MacDonald and stars John Daner as Paladin with Ben Wright as Hayboy. Tonight's story was written by John Newbo and adapted for radio by John Dawson. Featured in the cast were Lynn Allen, Harry Bartell, Virginia Gregg, Barney Phillips, and Richard Perkins. Hugh Douglas speaking. Join us again next week for Have Gun Will Travel. It's the tale of two trigger-happy suitors with hair trigger tempers on gun smoke. Next on the CBS Radio Network.
0: Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah. <sighs> oh.